I don't know if I can't remember exactly what was going on with his, but we ended up cashing him out so he could just get a new air conditioner. But basically, he had no AC in the middle of like August this year in LA. And I'm like, okay, well, that sucks. I, okay, I do, I do remember you discussing that. Then, but what, but what we didn't talk about was when friggin', um, friggin', what's his face from Breaking Bad was at the bar. Oh yeah, he just he happened to be there for it was daughter's wedding was in. Uh, Benicia. And so they had actually called to see if they could reserve like a table or something. We're like, we don't really have that. Like, and we, we offered to reserve them like the outside area, but like the, the fucking, the, our bar back or a bartender tried to like charge way too much for something like that. Like they were basically like, Hey, we'll give you a dedicated server and we'll mm-hmm. let you have the space. But she tried to charge like a thousand dollars for it. I'm like, I'm not even going to try and charge for that much when we have the upstairs ready to go. Like, good God, like you fucking greedy pigs. Like, so, and they would, and they still ended up coming in and spending a bunch of money. So it worked out fine. But like, it was just kind of funny because they just texted us and let us know that they were there. And we were on our, me and my wife and, I think her family, her mom and dad were on our way back from San Francisco anyways. So I was like, I was the DD and I was like, we need to stop by the bar. And I drove us there hella fast. And then like, I just kind of waited for an opening where it didn't look like he was like in the middle of a story or talking to somebody. And I went up and I was like, Hey, I was like, this is my dad's bar. I just want, can I say, can I buy you a shot? And he was like, yeah, no problem. So like, he's like, going to do one with me. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, mind if we take a picture? He's like, no problem. So we, you know, cheers, took a picture and, uh, yeah, I need to. Uh, I actually need to put that on our little like because we have kind of like a celebrity area thing yeah. where we put like, you know, like one of our one of our like one of our um, customers played in the minor leagues. So, like I have his minor league stats and his baseball card like heavy there, and like mm-hmm. one we have a guy that came played on the Giants and the A's that came in. So we have an autograph drawing I did of him. Like so, just I need to I need to put print that out and. Put- because like I'm always yelling at people when we have celebrities, like if we have somebody even mildly like a celebrity stop by, I'm always like, get a fucking picture. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't even care if it's a picture with you and them. Like, just take a picture of them in our establishment. Like, yeah. One time someone said Tom Brady stepped in, and I was fucking freaking out. Of all, did anyone take a picture or anything with them? They're like, no. I'm all fucking Tom Brady came in, and then it turned out. They were way fucking off. It was Tom Brady's backup, this kid that went to De La Salle, like Matt Gutierrez, who was like, he was a very good high school quarterback, but it never, he like never was better than when he was in high school kind of thing. Oh, gotcha. And uh, he ended up making it to the pros and he played for the Patriots, but he was not fucking Tom Brady. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Can I make that bigger? I can't. Oh, that sucks. All right. Well, I got a screenshot of it, so doesn't matter. You know, you know. I say the craziest thing about my uh, my twenty twenty two favorite movies is I kind of begrudgingly threw Top Gun on there just because I was like, it was such a vibe. Like it was just a. I feel like it's a movie that you can see and like turn off your just turn off your brain. Don't worry about like the plot or the character development. Just. Just go on the ride that is Top Gun 2022 and yeah. Top Gun Maverick, and it's fun. You know what I mean? But, like, I almost threw fucking the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special ahead of it. Yeah, I watched that. You would be mistaken. 
I mean, I enjoyed it. It's it's got it's it's yeah, a stupid. It's not, it's not better than Maverick. Look, no, 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 no. And it's forty five minutes. It's a, it's a four. It's a you know the, it, it's like a forty five minute Marvel one shot. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. It was kind of crazy because they actually do put some plot shit in there where you're like, oh, Mantis is Peter's sister. Okay, that's crazy. And Cosmo's here and hanging out. All right. Okay. All right. Now we gotta get started because we're gonna start talking too much. Yeah. You want you want intro in? You know, I had something for this. Let me think for a second. Okay, here. all right. Think. Remember, I had. So you start talking too much, and then you you lost it. No, no, no. But I mean, I, I was thinking about this the other day, where I have like a some kind of uh, some kind of thing to to start off the show. I can't remember if it was a copy of another podcast or something, or I don't know, but. Well, just do it. <laughs> we get my mic a little more situated. All right. Well, happy 2023, you dirty animals. Here it is. It's Sam and Moe's Watchers of the Plus. Uh, you know, not a lot of stuff came out the last two months, but uh, we've been watching. And so it's time to start gabbing. Moe's, how you doing, bud? I'm doing well. Uh, you know, I had, well, I've, I'm still not completely clear, but I had my, my first Coco V experience, uh, come, uh, he's in love Christmas. with the Coco. Yeah. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas day, uh, Coco V landed in my chest and in, into my family and not fun. So I'm a little gravelly even still, but we're getting there. So, it's been kind of a wild ride and we kind of, you know, we, we, you know, we do this thing where we pan off for a little bit. We come back, we regroup, Sam puts out, uh, you know, a bunch of, bunch of his, his picks for 2022. It's 2023 now near almost near the end of January, but that's fine. That's just what we do. Um, well, and there just, there isn't much that comes out in December. I mean, like, well, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is maybe the most meaningful. Well, besides Andor for wrapping up in like November, but apparently you've got issues with the best the best Star Wars media that's ever been put out. So we'll, okay, we'll well, and I, I, it's not that. It, well, okay. First of all, you know, you know, the original Star Wars nerds. There, I said it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fundamentally, I, I I I canceled my subscription to Disney Plus. I reinstated it. Because one of my daughters just had to see uh, Hamilton again. So I turned it on. Sens- sensible member of the family. Right. There. Okay. So I, um, well, I mean, I'm not giving Disney a lot of money, but. Regardless, I literally did this week. I uh, literally gave Disney a lot of money. I, I would love to know. I spent $200 to go to their park and feel like a poor person. I'm all tier zero. Woohoo. <laughs> So so is is two hundred dollars the the it, absolute bare minimum? To, I to... think the bare minimum is like ninety three. But then they get you with like, ooh, did you want the lightning lane where you can check into a ride and just show up and get on it kind of thing? And you're like, well, of, like of course I do. Like I was actually making fun of people that were in the normal line of all. Look at all these people that don't value their time for twenty five dollars. Mm. <laughs> but but yeah, by the time you add in. 
the the double park pass and the lightning lane and the yada 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 it was about a buck 93 for a tuesday pass the cheapest the right. cheapest in the middle of the worst weather we've ever had but i got lucky it was blue skies for the one day i was there so so you you got to pal around with chewbacca um even though they the, don't the, the want, they don't want they don't they don't want him there but yeah. I, I didn't like the mark that more feels like you know it's not like you walk in and it's like tony's lab from the movie it's just kind of a general here's what stuff would looks like from the marvel universe kind of place or walk around you're like oh i feel like i'm on a movie set and like you know it's it's very impressive they've got the movie accurate the rides are really cool the the guardians of the galaxy ride was the funnest ride i did there so and i just i just realized i'm gonna be 40 this year i don't think i've been on a roller coaster since i was in high school and I was like, oh, I'd go back, but it's definitely weird. Like, you see the Disney adults down there? It creeps me out, man. Like, there was. Yeah, well, Disney. More... Yeah, it, it, Sam, you're not wrong. Disney adults are creeps. I don't, yeah, and, was... and I don't care who I, I piss off on that. I, you know, I, I was doing. Well, there was more, There was way more adults than kids there. And like, I saw one kid run into like a Star Wars store and they're like, oh, dad, look, a kyber crystal. And I was like, I got more enjoyment out of that than any of the rides I went on. Like, I was like, oh, that's that's what this place is about, is taking the kids here. So I'm like, the fact that I saw so many, like, husband and wives or, like, a group of ants or, like, <laughs> just rolling around in their, like, coordinated Disney stuff, I was just kind of like, ew. ew. Like, yeah. I was like, well, I guess I see why when COVID hit these parks hard and Disney was like, we're not making any money. I see why, because that place is a cash cow. <laughs> well, I, you know, but, but, well, I, you know, I, I had a season past Six Flags in, in California. I loved it. Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. But, but, I mean, there was but, a time where I had a Marine World Africa USA slash Water World Conquered double pass. I mean, you know, there's there's, there's been those times, but I guess that's the closest thing I've been on to a roller coaster is in college. We all got drunk and went to Waterworld one time, but I don't think of those as roller coasters. That's that's a water park. It's totally different. When you reach a certain age, you shouldn't go to Disney unless you have kids. If you don't have kids and you go to Disney, don't, 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 just don't. Yeah, this is this a definitely that, that's the thing. This is a last minute trip for me to go down for my buddy's 40th birthday party who was there with his kids. So I rode rides with kids. I right. wasn't there. I was asking them what they wanted to do next. Although I did definitely like put my foot down and be like, I need to ride this Marvel and Disney and the Star Wars stuff. That's that's why the show can continue, Sam, because if I if I found out that it was it was a bunch of dudes just going to Disney at at 40 years old. Yeah, the the cutoff of this podcast is like wrestling fans and then right under that's Disney adults. (laughs) There you go. Of course, Sam sees all okay, my, well, uh, my additions to uh, my, my wrestling figure uh, stables. Insanity. Yeah, you're starting to look like uh, the guy from 40-Year-Old Virgin. With his, his it's okay. Everywhere. It's okay. <laughs> I, 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 I've had waves of this, and right now I'm inside of a wave. Well, so what, what should we get into for okay. some 22 so, wrap-up? So let's well, do 22 some tw- wrap-up. Moe yeah. explains why he's too good to watch the best Star Wars thing that ever came out. Okay, well, and you're going to explain to me why. Um, though I am going to watch it because I've, but it from fundamentally. Okay. So let let me, let's break a few things down from here on out for a little bit. We're going to do some last of us, uh, recapping Mm -hmm. because I I have not played the video game of you. Okay. Stop. We're not going to talk about that yet because we'll, we'll get into this part. Okay. And that's, and that's why, there are certain things that you accept without, without, without knowing 
and that's okay. We're just we're going to get to it. But yes, we will. Let's go through 2022, like, and we'll we'll dissect. You know, Sam did some homework, and and I get to you know kind of maybe throw some some darts at things. Um, but um, Andor seems to seems like from not seeing much of it, it's basically an expanded version of TK one two seven or whatever the 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 Lucasfilm. But- well, it's it's. I wouldn't necessarily say it's an expanded version of it, but it definitely they're definitely taking inspiration ideas from it, and maybe even some like I, I've never seen that movie, so I don't know. But I mean, I, I have seen the like YouTube essays of like, oh, the prison in this is like the prison in that, and yeah. I, I I really think you need to watch that movie because I think that really kind of explores where George Lucas was coming from and where he was going. I think it's I think it's like. You you have to look at that as as a as a milestone in his in in where his career was going to go. Hmm. It's it it's kind of gross on some levels, but I, I highly recommend taking a look at it because I think it, it kind of it, it gives you a little insight into like where his student film brain was going. Yeah, well, I mean, I I can't speak to a forty year old student film, but. <laughs> Andor, I literally just, I couldn't, uh, I can't, I can't say enough good stuff about. It. Like, I made it number three on my top list. It easily could have been number one. I think the only reason I didn't put it number one was just how much I loved Better Call Saul as a series and how well I thought it wrapped up. Quickly, I just burned through the bear. Whereas, like, Andor it took me a couple episodes to get into. The bear, I watched it in like two sittings, and I, I literally had to stop myself halfway through to be like, "Hey, there's only eight episodes of this, and you've already watched four. Like, well, take I, a step I, back. I, I did, I did watch all of the bear. I got through the rest of it, um, mm-hmm. and actually, like, did a little bit of catch up because there was a gap in there that I just, I was, I wasn't watching it. I am very, very hopeful. For season two, I feel like I'm, it's going to be hard to to do to replicate that that feeling of that first season. Like, I wonder what season two is going to be. Like, maybe it's the whole stuff. But I mean, it's like it's. I mean, I don't know. I trust them. Like they that first. And if they say they got a season two ready for us, I can't wait. Like the um, all the cast is great. The it's 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 funny. It's emotional. Yeah. Like. You know, heck, if you don't if you don't cry at that last episode, like, well, sorry that you aren't yeah. over thirty. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the the what's interesting is Sam, like, and this will is what slightly concerned me is the main character from the bear is going to be, and you're not going to like this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, there's a biopic coming out called uh, The Claw. It mm. is the Carrie Von Eric. Uh, it was the Von Eric story. Von Eric's were um, a uh, Texas-based um, family in wrestling. And well, I'm happy more work. Uh, I, I liked him and Shameless a lot. So it, it's I, gonna, it's, I, th- I, I think it has a lot of potential. My, my, my issue, my, my, my fear is that that movie will impact where season two can start. Or, or, or when, well, I think they've already started happens. shooting it. Okay, I think they've good. already started shooting it. So okay. I, I, it should be back. Who knows? Maybe like a normal year later than the last one. So yeah, I mean, so yeah, that and Andor were my top three with a bullet. Where like, 
I, I feel like all of them made me cry. All like I can tell you that Andor, uh, I yelled. I was watching it at like seven in the morning. Like it was, I didn't stay up. Like usually with these Star Wars shows, when I or some of these things, when I really get into it and want to see the finale, I'll stay up till midnight and watch it. I was tired, but I woke up like early before my alarm. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go downstairs and watch it. So I'm sitting there on the couch with the dogs, like Indian style, like edge of my seat, <laughs> you know, like just over overly. Uh, trying to see what's going to happen next. And there's a scene in it that is there, is when, there a series two in this or is it, is it, is it like self it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a second season, but that's it. That They've come out and said, it's going to be nine, 18 episodes, two seasons. That's, I mean, I feel like if, if this was normal, Disney would be coming back and being like, you're going to cover, you covered one year in this one. You're going to cover four years in the second season. How about we make that four seasons? Like, I, I think that's how the Disney would think about it. But like, yeah. that's what makes this show good is that they came in with like a plan and they're writing to it. And they're, you know, if they stick, I mean, I, I honestly wouldn't mind if they said we're splitting season two, we're making it three seasons instead. I'd be like, good. I love these characters. I love this, this the, the way they're setting this world up. But yeah, there's a, there's a scene in the, in the finale that, not only am I tearing up before it happens, but then when it happens, I yelled and then I screamed out like one of the characters. <laughs> and then I had to quiet myself because I was like, oh, my wife's asleep upstairs. Don't wake her up because you're screaming at the TV like your grandma. <laughs> so I feel like when a show can get that kind of like reaction out of your watcher, like what a home run it could be. Like, I, I don't feel like I'd say the last time something like that happened was when Luke showed up in the Mandalorian and I'm like, Oh, like I even mean, I was one of those people that was like, Oh, well, I, that's gotta be who it is. Right. And then like, you know, you see the green and you see the, you know, yeah. you're just like, Oh yeah. You hear the music. Well, like, it's, 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 it's nice to have that emotional connection to things. So but, I, uh, I will, I will watch things. So and, and, and or something that I even tell people, you don't have to be a huge Star Wars nerd to enjoy it. Like it's, yeah, it's space intrigue. And, but it's like, you're also seeing the dark side of being rebels. Like they do have to kill people and they have to be kind of callous in it. And that, you know, there's good people on both sides and there's bad people on both sides. And it's just, it's a very oh, complex. Look, oh, where's Trump at? Where's Trump at? Well, I mean, it's just, there's, there's it's a very yeah, complex yeah, no, there's show. Good, I mean, there, there's good, see, good people on both sides. Well, I mean, that's the, it was like, you know, they, they get you to root, they, they get you rooting for like an sure. ISB uh, lady at one point. And then once she starts doing a good, a good at her job, you're like, oh shit. Like, you know, like I was being woke over here rooting for the lady against the man. And I forgot that she's trying to kill all our, our main characters. So it's like, you know, it's kind of stuff like that where you, you really, you know, it makes you question things. It's just, a, it's a great show. Like, so I just, you, 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 I'm going to Jedi mind trick you. You will eventually watch the show because I will, I will, I'll watch it. Well, what, what on my top 22 to list did you watch? Uh, I don't think you watched We Own the City, which is a great little uh, mini series on HBO. Um, okay. Sand, so what about so, Sandman? You, did you get through Sandman? Yeah, I got through Sandman. I, yeah, I yeah. liked, I liked Sandman. I, I, I know mean, you got through Peacemaker. That, I, that one's I revisited because I was like, well, I, I forgot I, I, how good Peacemaker I, I was. Wait, wait, hold on. I didn't get, just get through, through Peacemaker. I enjoy, I, I, I honestly enjoyed Peacemaker. No. Oh, yeah, no, I did too. I, 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 was, do, I thought it was better. I actually put it higher on my list as I kind of revisited everything. Cause I was like, oh, I forgot how much heart the show had and. Yeah, what a good job I, these guys! Did. I, I I really I I did I I enjoyed Peacemaker quite a bit. Um, actually, now I'm looking. I I, I do go and grab that list because I didn't have that. I had the movies 
Um, well, the me- movies, like, I almost feel like I could do a quick hit on the movies and that it's movies aren't as good as they used to be. Like, I feel like there used to be, like, granted, this is partly because of the pandemic and so stuff has gotten shelved or shoved to streaming or whatever, but streaming people don't care about how con- concise or tight a movie is. So most streaming movies are kind of long and boring. Yeah. And then the ones that aren't, it's like, I mean, I, it's like I never got around to seeing Bullet Train. I just, I finally watched on Netflix, just watching, looking for something to watch, like the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, what a fun movie. Like, this should have blown out in a big way. But it just – it came out at a weird time when people were still weird about going to the movie theaters. And it was just not that – it just didn't get that much, like, press. And, like, you know, Nope was okay. You know, I, I almost think I should have put Werewolf by Night higher – you know, Wakanda well, Forever okay. was, was good, but I mean, like, I also am, like, not in a hurry to go see it and watch people, like, be depressed and grieving over this guy that I was sad died. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really a movie about grief, and it's like, you know, it's kind of like, I, I hate to put it in this same category, but, like, you know, a movie like, say, like, a 12 Years a Slave. It's Yeah, is it a movie you probably should watch once? Sure. Is it a movie that you're going to throw in just when you're killing some time to, like, yeah. oh, I want to see the scene again? Fuck no. So it's like, there's some stuff that this is a little bit different because it's like, yeah, I'd like to see more of Namor again. And he was kind of really a badass, but it's like, it's also half that movie that it's like, man, it's going to make you sad. I see, you cry. I, I, I see what you did there with, with, with saying Namor. But I said it like the movie did. Eh, okay. Well, did you this, see it yet? No, you didn't okay, see it, right? Real, real quick, this this episode is sponsored by Ice House. So I'd open that up, show you. <laughs> I forgot. I don't think you saw it, right? I did not see it. Um, well, he, I, he 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 says no more. His enemies call him no more because I know I, I he has I, no I, love. <laughs> I, I I I've heard all the nonsense. Um, now, what's interesting is is like you know. I think the boys again for TV for 2022 mm-hmm. again high for me obviously I mean we loved it. Um it made um, my top 10 but I also thought it was a very stagnant season where it's like for us introducing V and or the comp or the um yeah. V pills or whatever and you know it just seemed like it was like oh so we did another Huey and Starlight are on the are good and then on are on the outs by the end of the season and you know, we're still not sure what's going to happen with this kid. We had him, we had him, then we didn't have him. We had him, then we didn't have him. Now yeah. we don't have him again. You know, so it was it was a little samey to me as some of the other seasons, and just I thought the uh, hero gasm compared to what hero gasm is in the comics was a little disappointing. But you know, they're trying to make it how, a little how bit mu- more how realistic. Much, yeah, so. how much can we have? I, well, I just I, thought, I just thought it was hilarious. The whole in the comic books, the whole thing is they lie to the public and be like, "There's a huge alien war coming to us, and all the heroes gotta go." And then they just go to an Epstein Island and get debaucherous. And so, well, I thought that would have been really funny to show that version of it, not like, well, first of all, oh, all the creepy Sam, 70s Sam, heroes Sam, get together and bang in a cabin in the woods. They, they weren't Epstein Island because everybody was of age. So <laughs> that, that's the difference. Well, Epstein esque. Okay, gotcha. You know, like 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 Frank Reynolds said in uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." You know, ninety five percent of what was going on there was above board. It was that other five percent that really sullied the name of the operation. <laughs> Yikes! All right, so on the movie tip now, th- almost I think I can I can account for. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna fifty percent of of the list. You'd glass you saw on half, now. You saw half of it. 
Yeah. Now you would have thought you would have thought that I would not have seen Glass Onion because Ryan Johnson is a creepo. Um, however, um, over Christmas I did Why see. Why is he it. a creepo? What do he do? He's not. He's not creepo. He's just. He just ruined Star Wars. Um, but see, I, I don't think he did that. No, stop. Job. He's saying if, if you watch his if if you watch his last what three or four movies what does he do he zigs when he thinks you're gonna when you think he's gonna zag that's his deal and Star Wars is incapable of that and I'd almost feel like Canto I I, I wouldn't be surprised if Canto Bite wasn't his idea that seems like a that seems like a Star Wars corporate idea stop all right anyway <laughs> we're not gonna get to, we're not, we're not gonna do this. Okay. But well, glass onion. I, so, what did you think of glass onion? I, I really, I enjoyed it. I, I, yeah. I thought, I thought it was a very, very tightly um, scripted, very interesting movie. It and it brought enjoyment to my living room. And yeah. that, and that, I mean, and so based around that, like, so where you have top that you have glass onion as your number one, and then you have Maverick as your number ten, which. I don't have a problem with because it's your list. However, mm. I think Maverick can go higher in your in your in your list only because what Maverick gave was a nostalgia bump, but it also got us back. Maverick Maverick is a is a very interesting movie in its time and where it was placed. We mm. always wanted this Top Gun 2. We didn't get it for decades. And then here it comes and it fulfilled everything. It was, it was, it was, it was a solid popcorn movie on, 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 on its level. And maybe, and maybe you're right though, Sam, maybe it is a number 10. Now that that's I'm thinking I mean, about it's this. Like, it's, that's what I liked about it. I mean, it was kind of a turn off your brain and just like, it's like that Willow Smith song, Caught a Vibe, you know, Catch a Vibe. You know? yeah. It's just like you literally just go catch a little 80s vibe. I feel like that that is playing like the entire sure. movie. <laughs> like, And it's just it's literally just Tom Cruise being a movie star and amazing shots of planes doing stuff that are actually doing it and not yeah. all CGI sure. stuff. So it's like. I, I feel like that's another thing that's great about Andor. So, like Andor, they go to places and they get sweeping views of these va- these valleys that you're like, oh, is that an alien planet? Oh, that's on Earth. I mean, guess that's on Earth. You know what I mean? Like where, you, and it's actually seeing it and seeing these two actors on a hill from an impossible like camera angle. That is like half of what you do this for. Not to, like, for two people to walk around on the volume and dodge things that they can see what you know so that the camera knows what the cgi should look like like yeah that's great for being able to do some cgi stuff it's not a way to make a show or a movie for an entire movie like it's it's too much where we differ is then when i go to your number nine and see this is the this this is where like for me top gun maverick on your list should start going higher I can, I can see Glass Onion, Top Gun Maverick. I understand. I, I get that that space. But then you put Prey in there, and we've discussed Prey. Now, see, I hadn't seen it when you talked about it, and I just finally made myself watch. It was kind of one of those things where I caught up on some movies. I think. I think. Christmas. I think. I think. I think this is a mistake, 
And I think if you were to look at Top Gun Maverick again, you would say, oh, wait a minute. Prey should be 10. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I, I, no, I think that the one, the one thing I didn't love about Prey was the whole, I see certain people as threats and certain people as not type of thing. Like I right. thought that was like, I feel like in the other predator movies, they didn't, they just killed shit. Like, well, I I, and again, and again, aliens historically have come down and, and they, and they do their thing. Um, however, uh, if we're going to go by that, you know, philosophy of history that the aliens have, uh, occurred, then we need to look at the, the history of, of the Comanche and understand who they are. Because that was a complete rewrite of who th- those people were, and that yeah. That, see, and, and I think yeah. I mean, I and I get that. Like, I mean, I think that that's you're you're getting more bogged down in that because I don't know as much I, about Native and, American and, history again, as you do or whatever. It's, so it's it's, it's so, baggage. It's baggage. But so, but so it's one of those things where literally, if they just changed the name, like they could have just made up a a, a tribe name. To be honest with you, and it yes, fine. That and, would that would have changed everything for me. Yeah, and so I. But I mean, overall, I just I thought the action was good. I thought that the the predator was scary. Like I thought it, it kind Very. of was, went back to its roots of being like you know. Like, yeah, we know what it can do, but like these people don't and not understanding, right? you know, when those and, red dots and, hit you, just how there, fucked there was, you are. <laughs> and there, and, and, yeah. And there was the member berries of, of, of the weapon that eventually Danny Glover gets. It was sweet. Yeah. And I don't even, I don't, you know, that's the thing. It's been so long since I've watched those original ones that I, I don't even hundred percent remember that, but like, you know, I, I just mean that that's another one where I just thought, oh, they took this thing that I was sick of seeing, like. I like the first two Predator movies. I don't know that I ever watched like Predator versus Alien or like Predators. I've heard Predators is pretty good where they all get like. Why are you saying it like that? I, I think you need to stop. Predators. It. Yeah, I don't, like, I, don't, I don't like that at all. I, I think, think I'm just trying to pronunciate for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> don't pronunciate. I'm, ever I'm doing like my best again. Jenna Maroney. Right. No, no, no. So, uh, bullet train. No, but I mean, but I mean, like, yeah, that, that's. I feel like most of the thing movies on here that are 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 just fun, like other than like maybe a two depressing ones. I, you, you put you put the Batman too high, but I understand. But then why. again, I lo- I really enjoyed it, and when I was thinking, that's what I mean. I just I didn't have I look at these half of these. I didn't see in a movie theater. Uh, Glass Onion. I wanted to see in the theater. Yeah. Didn't get a chance to that week. Saw it at home. Bullet Train. Didn't get a chance to see it in the theater. But saw Bullet it at Train home. was sweet. Yeah, the gr- um, my girls loved it. It was it no, was yeah, fun it was mo- fun. Like I was telling, I was even telling my wife, I was like, "Hey, you know, I know you're not a big action movie fan, but this one's actually kind of a fun, like, funny movie." I, you know, we saw Bullet Train. I think it was the bu- I think the Bullet Train uh, promo was during Maverick, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, this movie looks sick." No, it came out a while ago, and I think it's one of those things too that if you knew how many people were in it, that you'd be like, "Oh, that person's in it," and that per-. like I just I don't know. I think there was a lot of people in it. That, and I just I loved how it tied everyone in together. Like, oh yeah, at first it seems like they're all kind of random, and then you realize they all kind of know each other, and like I just I really enjoyed it. I thought it was ja- cool. And Jackass Forever is Jackass Forever. I'm glad. But well, it just list. made me laugh. It made me laugh yeah. my ass off. Like if you go, it's like that's what I mean. It's like if you want to go see a movie and laugh. Those jackass movies will make you laugh. They might make you throw up as well, but just depends on how weak your stomach yeah, is. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And like, I just wanted to, like, I really enjoyed The Werewolf by Night. That one was fun. I, I need to see that. That that That's very curious to me. And Nope yeah. is very curious to me. Yeah, and Nope was one where I didn't I didn't like it as much. I, I don't think I've seen a Jordan Peele movie that I've liked as much as Get Out. 
So that's one of the things. But I liked Nope a lot better than I did the Santa Cruz. There's copies of everybody under the ground movie. Um, yeah, I know us some or something like that. Yeah, us. Or, yeah, yeah. I didn't. That one, like, I don't know if it went over my head or what. Just it was. I mean, maybe it's just the you have to like buy into just hey, there's a creepy alternate version of your family that's going to kill you. Like that's that's just the scary part or whatever. But I don't know. I I, I, I didn't watch it. It just you know yeah. certain things appeal to me and like certain things just don't. And and that one, it it just hadn't. You know. Mm-hmm. And Bros was the other one that made me laugh my ass off. It was very funny. The only problem with it is that if you're not comfortable with gay stuff, well, it's all gay stuff. So I mean, it's I mean, there's I I was one of those things where I told somebody it's not that bad. Then I thought about it for a second. I was like, there are two foursomes in it. <laughs> so I was like, if that's if you're okay with that, like I mean, you know, we we watched we watched the boys. We're not afraid of some raunch around here. So yeah, uh, you know, I'm not afraid to see two guys making out. It's they're not gonna like scare me. So um it's a very funny movie and you know but at the same time it's like it's not for the people to be like they're throwing this gay stuff in our face like, oh did you think that before? Check this movie out I'll show you throwing it in your face. Yeah. <laughs> But it made me laugh again. Judd Apatow made me laugh my ass off. But that's what I mean. Is it like I feel like half of these are movies that wouldn't make it on like a strong year. Like I, I you know, like none of these movies are as good as I just watched part of Arrival the other day. Or right. like you know, just I, I like, think I think I think I think one of the movies you missed was Devotion. Mm-hmm. I think that movie. I haven't had a movie that made me cry, and. And feel something in like like on that level in a long time, and you know it, it stars. Um, I John can't remember Andrews. his name. Yeah, it's the guy the guy who plays Kang. Mm-hmm. You know, for the MCU nerds, um, it was a very very strong movie. It also had uh, the guy who pl- um, who played Hangman in um, uh, Maverick. Would that be Glenn Powell? I guess some people are saying that he might be the next Superman. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's the other thing. We okay, haven't, that, we haven't podcasted since all the James Gunn news either. That's the other thing. Well, that, I think I think it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake to 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 hook to have gotten rid of Henry Cavill. Well, especially if you, I'm pretty sure that you finally uh, cheated and saw that uh, Black Adam post credit scene, right? I saw Black Adam. That was absolutely. One of the worst DC movies I've ever seen. It was like, and it was surprising how much The Rock was like, man. I, is, I, Sam, I, 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 I did, get promoing a movie, but if he, if he really believed any of that, it's like, dude, do you, do you know it, what it was? It was that like? movie. That movie was not good, and it was terrible. Almost, I, felt, I was falling asleep in it, and it was like I was interested in seeing this. Like this is, yeah, wild. I, I, I was too, and it was it, the CGI was terrible. I mean, there were there were there were, there was multiple avenues of terrible in it. Doctor like, Strange ripoff. Oh, it just and like it could have been done cool, but like it just it just smelled. Hawkman bad. lives in Hawkman lives in Xavier Mansion with a with a with a, a bluebird. <laughs> it it just it just was bad on all fronts. On that's, all I mean, fronts. I, I I get I get hitting reboot, and that's the thing I think that people aren't aren't getting is that they're like yeah they're going to reboot that doesn't necessarily mean 
they can't make a young Superman and then have Henry Cavill come back for like a kingdom come Superman. Like, I think they're going to do like, I think that they're starting to understand that we as movie fans know, Hey, look at, we like these connected universes, but you can have multiple, you can have different universes. You can have different things. Like, I wonder if Marvel eventually pivots to that to where all their movies aren't necessarily connected to everything all the time or something like that. So, um, I mean, that's, I think what Disney, that's where DC's found some success is having its own Batman and having some of these individual movies like yeah. that, that don't have to be connected. And I think that's for me, for DC, I was kind of basically kind of, I think that was a big boon for them is that they, they didn't have to have connected tissue. Mm-hmm. It, it may mildly connected. I don't want them to do Joker too. But no, yeah, but it's. I think it's in production, isn't oh, it? Oh, I, I think, I think it's in. Yeah, in, it, it's, it's, it's going to happen. I think, but, I think they're, I think they're literally like filming it right now. I think yeah. there's, there's I, been some set photos or something. I think if you're going to do a movie like even like Black Adam, I mean, I think you've really got to make it. You, you've got, you've got. Well, now like, that you've seen it, there was some interesting stuff in there. He was a slave and he comes back and these people are under like terrorist regime. And they're like, oh, we finally have our own superhero. And then the American superheroes show up to shut him down. They're like, oh, we get a superhero and you want to shut it down? Like, I thought that was a very interesting question. And it's just like washed over. No big deal. We've got punches to throw. Let's have some like let's have it be a mystery who the original Black Adam was. Like it was obviously this guy's kid. And like you showed it in the fucking trailer. Yeah, I just, I just, it, it just, I, I, after about 30 minutes, I was like, I don't want to watch any more of this. Yeah, no, you kind of just are like, oh, let's just see how it ends. Like, let's just get through that. And it just, it's two hours of it. And then like, why he. Sam, I didn't get through the end. I didn't get through through all of it. Oh, oh, so you didn't get to the point where he finally gives up and says Shazam and gives his powers away and gives, goes in the tank and then finds out that they need him, so he breaks out of the tank. And instead of just taking the mask off and saying Shazam, he has to beat up a bunch of guys in his nope, in his weak body. It. Like nope. it's 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 painstaking. Like it's literally a movie that you go, wow, this this could very easily be an hour less. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I, I just I, I I just I couldn't get through it. I mean, there I, I haven't had that ha- opportunity. I should say opportunity, but I haven't had that experience in quite a while where I'm just like. Okay, I'm gonna turn this off. I got HBO Plus, but you know, like, see ya. I, I, I got, you know, because frankly, I was kind of surprised at Doom Patrol. I know I've talked to you about this multiple times. Doom yeah, and I, I keep, I keep trying to. I get know. It. I, I like. I just. It's one of those ones where. It's, All right, so I, I am now reaching a point of wavering on Doom Patrol after season four. I don't. It. It's gotten to a point where I'm not. I'm not into it like it, it, it like like everything that 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 grabbed me for two seasons and then into third and then into the fourth it it's almost gotten too weird like it, it like its structure it, it has gotten a little little bonky mm-hmm. well I mean that's probably was it really <laughs> was it really supposed to be more than a three season show I don't like, know. That's one of those things. Where, I'm, I'm but, actually I'm surprised. Su- I'm surprised it's lasted this long. Well, especially through the the Zaslav, you know, 
fucking burial of HBO. Like, he literally canceled half the stuff. Like, I'm, I'm surprised some of the stuff's still coming out this year that, that is. I'm like, oh, thank God. They're like, get to see Julia again. And that's like another one that I, oh, I did put that one on my list with Julia. Um, yeah. What is that? That was, it's a, it's a, it's a show about Julia Childs, like how she started her, she basically started her own show. And yes. And then she kind of like paid for it so that they'd air it. And then it made a bunch of money. And then like they were, it, she kind of pioneered the first thing of like airing a show in Boston and then selling it to other TV stations to air yeah. and like say, and like started making a lot of money because the people in San Francisco loved it. And, it's just it's just kind of an interesting show about like you know a lady in the whatever sixties or whatever mm-hmm. making her way and you know she's got a David Hyde Pierce plays her husband I think is probably the most famous actor in it. Oh my and, gosh, where's he been? I guess this is it. Yeah, he's playing Mr. Childs, I guess. <laughs> um, and uh, but it's a it's just interesting about like how she pioneered. Like they didn't, you know, obviously cameras were so heavy back then you couldn't have like a camera hanging from the ceiling. So it's like she pioneered this technique where they put a mirror over the cooking surface so that yeah. way they could take the shot of her doing stuff. And it was like the first time they ever got like that overhead shot of like somebody scrambling an egg. <laughs> you know? So it's just, it's just kind of interesting finding yeah. out about like, oh, this is where all cooking television came from. Like this, right. it, this wasn't a thing before this. Yeah. And then this lady came along and nobody believed in her. So she said, I'll pay for it out of my book earnings. And then you're seeing, you know, how it was made. You know, it's like they made her pay for the ingredients for the food. <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually, it was like public now, television. Now, what, you know? now, what's Julia on? Is HBO on, Max? Okay, I, 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 you, you've convinced me. You've twisted my arm into it. I, that I, that that's something I probably need to see. That's what I was just thinking. Is HBO Max? I've had seventeen shows on my list here, and I'd say one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine of them are on HBO Max. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, HBO Max has become like like for me. I think HBO Max has a lot of good stuff. Um, Netflix is like oxygen, like where I don't really know what's going on there. I just happen to open it up every now and again. Yeah, I feel like I, Netflix is tough. That I like want to. I almost want to cancel it. Like I really don't think. I don't think they put out a lot of quality. Like most, like Glass Onion's great, but that's they bought a sequel to a really good movie, and yeah, that worked out great because they shot it like a normal movie. But like most of their movies are, they're just overly long. If you watch the trailers, it'll show you the entire movie in the trailer, and it's just, I, I think it's the thing because it's like most times there's, you know, say what you want about the, you know. Harvey Weinstein or whatever, but I bet you he used to be able to look at a cut of a movie and be like, this needs to be 15 minutes longer. Yeah. You need to cut this and this. It flows better this way. Whereas the Netflix of the world goes, two hours and 30 minutes? Look at all this content we're putting out. Cha-ching, looks good. You know, whatever. We don't care how it flows. Like, so uh, the, the movies aren't as good on there, and then the TV shows are kind of trashy, and just, it's kind of like, I honestly would cancel, like, my wife probably watches it more than I do, so I, that's probably the reason we keep it around. So, so here, here's one thing that I will, um, this is on a technology level. I, I, I purchased a new TV. I got a 75-inch uh, Samsung. And it has some features in it that are very interesting that I wasn't t- fully aware of until I actually started utilizing it. Um, 
And I don't know because, you know, Amazon Prime, Prime Video, once you're in it, it, you know, it's one straight price. You know, with Netflix, you have to go into different price gamuts in order to get certain features like, for example, 4K. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I get I get 4K with Prime Video straight away. Um, but what's interesting is the metadata of HDR and frame rate and those types of things uh, carry over to my TV. And what I've found is like shows like uh, Grand Tour and some of the, the offshoot shows from that look absolutely incredible. Like James May has a new one in Italy that he, you know, he went to Italy and it immediately changes frame rate and, and it has what's called filmmaker mode. So the color gamuts and whatnot all trans, you know, transfer to my TV. So I get to see it as the filmmaker wanted. And, oh, okay. And it's, it's, it's a very, now I, I, I did buy this TV at target um, for, I think it was a little bit, the price was a little bit off during Christmas and it was for six seventy, six eighty, something, something we're in that range, but it, it has been like a very interesting experience watching the different streaming services and what they offer the end user. And right now, I would say no, I've noticed that yeah, some of them stream higher video. Like I I think that the Samsung internal streamer is one of the better ones out yeah. there. I mean, yeah. other than maybe like a Roku player. Absolutely. My dad my dad has a Sony, and I absolutely just yell at him for buying it because I'm like, why did you not talk to me? And he goes, What do you mean? I'm like, you were jealous of my TV. He didn't ask me any questions about what kind of TV I bought. I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm like, I keep telling him like, you can switch over to YouTube TV and use my account. I'm like other people use my account. You can eliminate $150 a month direct TV bill. Hop on my thing. We'll add HBO max to it. You know, if you want to add Showtime yep. or whatever, we'll yep. add that too. you know, slang me 20 bucks a month and that's your cable bill. And he will not do it. And part of it is because Sony is so annoying because you have to go to the Google play store and download this and blah, blah. Whereas like the Samsung, you hit the home button you got all your apps right there. When, when Go Sam, to Sam, it. Sam, common misconception is when when we when I installed TVs into high end houses and th- and things of that nature, what you what people fail to realize is, like I did get a PS five and like and there there's interconnections, but playing it directly from the TV itself from the app that's in there, which like for Samsung they have a whole like row of apps, when you play natively. It it it's a far better experience than than like if if I if I put my Fire TV 4K in versus mm-hmm. versus anything else. Yeah, and like I've even noticed that certain networks you see just the blacks will be off or something like that. Like if you're on the wrong street where you're like, why why is there like lines in the black right now? I yep. know that's not the TV, you know, because it's like it doesn't do that when you you know, put it off or, you know, turn it on and it's first flashes on. So, you know, it's, you know, you know, yep. that's just the, yep. the HBO. Yep. Uh, that's one thing that's weird too, is that HBO, I feel like streams are very high quality, but anytime you put it on the first five to 10 seconds is always off. And oh. I always wonder like, why is that? Like, the HBO, the, okay. So there, there's two things that I've, I've figured out later. 
Well, the HBO app sucks. We, we, like it just, it's not very good. Um, however, Netflix has a lot of patents on streaming menus and things of that nature. So that uh-huh. when you go to other apps like Hulu or whatever, like there are certain things that like basically Netflix has patents on. So it kind of in, in it, it, it causes an issue with just how you navigate. Now that makes that may, it makes a little bit more sense now why some of the other streamers are so shitty at yep. their setup because it's like it's very frustrating. Like I think I heard that a lot of people say that about Andor on Disney Plus is they were like, "Are you guys fucking hiding it? Like you know, like why is it not just yeah. the first thing when it pops up? And why like I don't understand why everything doesn't start with my list." And recently played, and it's like now that makes a little bit more sense. Well, like, Hulu is the worst. I, in fact, it was funny. I, I was, I was just watching something. Yeah, Hulu's and, annoying. Yeah, and you know, it like I was watching this. Why are you not front loading? Do you want to continue? No, yeah, you have to go like four levels down to get to yep. it. But at least with Hulu, it's consistent. Whereas, like, I hate with Netflix. Like, sometimes it's what you were watching last. Sometimes it's your list. Sometimes it's what's hot. Like, oh God, I yeah. could t- take that top 10 list and just burn it to the ground. The amount of garbage they put on there that they're like, this is hot right now. Like that yeah. I've been forced to watch because I, I heard this is good, but it's just that yeah. damn Netflix algorithm telling us to watch a terrible movie. Um, Sam. No, no, that, at, least, at least that's the reason why. Oh, you know what? I, I, don't, I was also going to think rounding out before we get on to the, the, the best thing that HBO is doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, just rounded out the end of 2022. Um, just like a couple shout outs to some of the other stuff. What we do in the shadows was hilarious again this year. Um, it's, it's kind of one of the last like 30 minute comedies that like you could just watch a random episode and it's fine, but it's, it's, it's delightful. You know, <laughs> like I can't say anything better about it. Uh, Tokyo vice was a fun, surprising show on HBO. I think that's an HBO max only show about, a. uh, guy that goes to Tokyo to be a reporter from America and uh, getting to know the Yakuza and all that kind of stuff. I think it's, I don't know if it's based on anything true at all, but it's very interesting. And like, I really liked it. You know, House of the Dragon surprised me. I didn't love it to, as it started, but really liked the, what it ended on. I haven't, how, I haven't like, watched I, any of it yet. Yeah. So it's like, it's, I feel like it's a rough start. And then by the time you get to the end, you're like, okay, this is kind of the more Game of Thrones where, Things are happening. We're going to war. And, and I think that they're very unapologetic with the fact that they're like, Hey, look, this isn't, this is an original Game of Thrones where it's going to be a season between things happening. Like we're going to, we're going to skip a month between episodes. We're going to skip a year between episodes. Like sometimes, like I don't think that's going to happen as much going forward, but I don't think it's going to be like, okay, someone left on a ship. So we won't see them for five episodes. Like I don't think we're going to see that going forward, which is kind of fine by me. Like we can do a little, uh, a little fast forwarding at times for this kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, I discovered the great British bake off this year and watched every se- episode, every season on Netflix with my wife. We love that show. Now um, white Lotus was fun, um, which I'm just realizing I spelled wrong on my Instagram post. Uh, uh, Miss Marvel righteous gemstones. Again, another, another great hilarious HBO show that's coming back this year. Uh, we talked about Julia and then two last HBO things. Our flag means death. And, uh, Primal by uh, Jendi Tartoski. It's a it's a cartoon about a about a, a 
Neanderthal and his and his pet uh, T Rex, and it's a fun. You know, there's no words. It's all just uh, art and sound, and it's it's a good little show. I think they're little like 15 minute episodes. Gotcha. And they just had the second season to share. Um, but let's talk about 2023. Okay. So besides being excited for Kang, Kang's going to be coming into our lives here soon. We've got, uh, perhaps why is is everybody so upset with Ant-Man and the Wasp? They're upset with it. I I think maybe they thought the last trailer looks like it gave away too much, but I mean, like you can't really say that without having seen the movie. (laughs) Okay. I, I just, I, I, you know, I just saw a lot of heat. Um, being I think generated. that's probably a good rule of thumb is like skip the last trailer. Like I think that I think that uh, or just skip the YouTube breakdowns of these things because it's like honestly like and yeah I thought the last trailer looked like it might have given away a little bit of like how it's going to end or something but then again it's just like they sometimes do that to you on purpose to like you know throw you off or whatever you're like I don't I don't know you know see I don't I'm, know I'm, that, I'm more excited about. And excited is strong, but um, like I really want to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three over yeah. Quantum Media. Only, only I'm excited for both of them pretty equally. I would say I think they both look good. They both look kind of like a return to like the Marvel movies. I'm you used want to that? No, 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 oh, no. I do want that. Want I do that. want that. No, I know, yeah. but I mean, like, I'm also just I, you know, I also think that this, you know, James Gunn what's he done lately that I don't like, you know, right. Peacemaker. That's true. Peacemaker, great. Suicide Squad, great. Guardians of the Galaxy movie's great. Like, you know, I'm, he, he, I know this is, it's very, I think that there's kind of like, and, and, you know, and who, maybe who knows? DC, like, DC everybody need the on retool. The squ- well, everybody on the squad's talking about like how they're, you know, they're, they're sad slash happy to never be doing these movies again. Like I think Gamora could die. I think that. Uh, I, I, th- I think Drax is dead. Now, I, think, I think I think Rocket and or Groot would be silly to kill because they're just voice actors. Like they can't yeah. be getting too much. But that's you know, that's I, cash money. That's cash may, money. maybe Chris Pratt sticks around because he seems to like cash. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I could see a lot of I could see a lot of uh, you know. There's going to be stakes and it's going to be fun and it looks it looks like a fun Guardians movie. So I'm excited about that too. But you know, one thing that was it's been on my radar all this time that I was like, I've never played the video game is the last of us. And one episode in, like I literally tuned in about 1140 Saturday, Sunday. Okay. I was leaving, I was leaving for Disneyland the next day. And I was like, let me see, I'm going to go to bed in a few minutes, but let me turn on the first of this and, you know, maybe I'll watch it. And then I watched like 20 minutes of it. And I was like, Oh man, it's midnight. I should go to bed. Like how much is left? <laughs> And really? I realized okay. the first episode is like what an hour and a half or something like that. It is. So I was like, "Oh man!" And I stayed up till one and watched the whole thing because I was just enthralled. I was just, I was just. It was one of those things where even though nothing really happens in the first ten minutes, that's that crazy. I was kind of like already like, "Oh, this is this is this is a good quality show." I can just okay. tell from the way it's shot. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And I and I've been buying in the hype of people saying like, hey, like this has been building for a while. That hey, look at this is going to be a good show. It, it's a lot of people have been saying it's the first ever good, which you know I've never played the game, so I wouldn't know. But I was just I was just in it, and by the end of the first episode, I'm like, okay, I get the premise. Yeah. I'm all in. Like let's let's go. Let's see. What the, I think it's supposed to be nine episodes this first season. Yeah, I I think I I think Sam, did, did you did you get into The Walking Dead? 
I got into it kind of late, like not late, but like it was probably in season okay, hold on. three what, what, when I got into it. So I, I kind of like buzzed through the first two or three seasons. And then like, I remember being uh, caught up when they got to the prison and they had to like the governor came and blew sure, up the prison okay. and, and they had go, to go, go, go further back in your thoughts. Yeah. The, the first, first, first episode of walking dead. Mm-hmm. It, it, it captivated you a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as a person who actually played the game, um, what's interesting about this show from episode one is what they've done is they've expanded what you would have seen in the cutscenes, and they've expanded the characters a little bit and fleshed them out more so you can understand where did they where did they come from and for me the things that i i know how did they get from a to b when they when they went when they were there now that said there's definitely a little bit of swapping around a little bit that could be disconcerting for mm. those again those that played the game and and i have to think on on two parallels those that have played the game those that haven't i think for those that have never played the game i think that there this is very interesting i think for those that have played the game there's a lot of wait what wait why well, i, I this wasn't part of that. <clears throat> and and that can be that can be very shocking and it can it can lead to wait a minute. This isn't this. However, um I don't think that the um Ellie the the casting of Ellie was correct. However, I'm I'm going to let it go because I have to. It, it's <clears throat> not like I can there's nothing I can do about that. So, um, we had to give little lady Leanna Mormont some love after her brave sacrifice. (laughs) You realize that's the same actress, right? Yeah. I I just, it it was just like when you, when, when you play the game, you have certain, like you have a visual Bible of, of who is what and what is what. And and I think it it, it, t- it takes a little bit to get over that. However, um, moving through it, number one, I was love. I loved that we didn't see any cordyceps infected, which is very interesting. From What's the first cordyceps. Okay, so, um, you know, in the beginning, we talk about how like they had the scientists in the 60s talking about how how fungus can do certain things well there's a certain mushroom certain fungus that can infect a an ant for example and it controls their mind in such a way to where the the ant is doing what it wants it 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 does it has no will it has the Mm -hmm. will fungus and then eventually that ant dies and becomes a spawn point for other spores. 
Okay. It's a fascinating, it's, it's a, a, a real and fascinating thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that, that's kind of the premise of the whole story. Now I will tell you, Sam, that the last of us part two is extremely controversial in the gaming community. Well, I think this is very much built as like season one is game one. Season two is game two. I hope, I, I hope out. not. I hope not. Because well, that's what I, th- that's that, what I think I've heard. I mean, who knows? Again, this might be like a game of Thrones thing where the season one is so big that they go, Hey, do we have to do it in two? Like, you know, like I, I think that's one of the biggest I, mistakes I, I think Game of Thrones be, made I, was rushing through it. So yeah, I, I think it would be a gross mis, mix, misstep to make Game One season one. So you think it could be stretched out even further? Well, I think uh, that's well, the plan. Though. I think I think I think that's exactly the plan. Neil Drunkman, who who was one of the writers or the main writer on on the whole thing, you know, he has gotten a ton of heat. Um, over over the last of us two. So I, I would imagine that that game one is what we're watching for for now. Well, so, you know, I mean, yeah, no, I really again, I really enjoyed season one, the first one. And especially because, like, I watched that whole prologue part, you know, first part of it, kind of knowing that that daughter was boned. You know what I mean? Like, just be like, oh, I haven't seen her in any of the promos. I, Although, Sam, it does look the, like playing maybe the game, playing the game. Well, well, that's a very that is a, a a really emotional playthrough. Well, and you know, it, 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 even even knowing that when it happens, I was like, you know, just the way you you feel the emotion of him being like going through it of like, okay, you've been shot. We need to get you up so that we can get you help and her, you know, her being shot worse than he thinks and then him turning around to his brother, who's, you know, apparently a desert storm veteran and looking at him and him having already done the math of being like, dude, where are we going to take her? We can't go to a hospital. The army's trying to shoot us like we're fucked. She's dead already. Like, you know, that's why he's like, it's just sitting there with tears in his eyes. And you see this you know, the emotional scene of a dad losing his daughter and it's crushing. And it's like, even, and even so, even though I knew it was coming, I was like, you know, Oh my God, like this is so powerful. And then to see that juxtapos- juxtaposed with him grabbing a little boy's body and just throwing it on the fire. It's like, you see in like two scenes, like, you know, this guy, this was a guy that did everything for his daughter. Like, yeah. Was he working long hours? Yeah. But it was because he wanted to be able to have enough money to be able to do stuff with her. And like, you know, he didn't, he didn't give a shit about a birthday cake, but he picked one up for her, you know, kind of yeah. thing. And like, you know, this is a guy, I don't know if they get into what's going on with what happened to his wife or anything, or if we're going to get more flashbacks. Um, it looked like in the scenes from future episodes that that daughter will come back and some flashbacks. No. So I don't know. No, she, she, I, 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 I wouldn't think so because um, what, but that's some of the from, poetic license maybe yeah. we'll get with the show, you know, kind from, of thing. from 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 a gamer's perspective, I can tell you that um, they had a great storyboard and some of the things that you saw are basically like ripped from the game, mm-hmm. expanded upon. But 
I mean, it was really, I, I gotta say, you know, on a whole, this was very beautiful. Now I, I, I can, I can nitpick and I can, and I can pull in like, wait a minute. Like, for example, Joel's daughter wasn't, I mean, she's fairly African-American in, in this or, or something that, that wasn't the case. And I, and I, and I know where people were like, wait a minute, what are we doing here? I get it. Um, I think she did a great job. It was just, there were some odd portions that like, if you're invested in one camp and you go to the other, like that, that can cause friction. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I, I said, I said to myself, don't get hooked up on this because there, there's more, there's more to this. And for the, as an example, um, uh, the woman who, who has Ellie, she was actually the CGI counterpart back in the day of, of her character. So she's actually playing the character that she played. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I'd heard I heard that. Yeah, that she said something about like when she found out what she was reading for, she was like, God, I want this. Yeah. Now, did I maybe this is something where you know this is a video game player and I don't. I was very confused about so the resistance put Ellie in the police state thing to keep her protected. But why was she special? Okay. And then she's like, I don't, I don't understand. So obviously they're saying she was special as a baby, but I don't know why. Okay. And I was, I mean, is that something not, we'll find it's, out? It's not that she was not special. A big deal? Yeah. It's not that she was special as a baby. What happened was she got bit, but did not turn. Well, no, no, and, no. But they said, but they, they go, who do you think put you there? Because she was talking about how she was like in the military camp or whatever. Yeah. So she so, insinuated that I put you there as a baby. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not exactly sure what the fireflies. So that might be something new. Yeah. So fireflies are, um, think of them as the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so they're trying to, there's, you know, there's, there's, the, there's, there's, whatever the government is at this point, And then there's these factions. Yeah. So they're trying to, they're, they're trying to bring those two things together and say, Hey, we might have a way to cure this or to figure out how we can solve, um, this fungus problem. Mm-hmm. What I like, I think that's one thing that's cool too, is that, Usually when there's some kind of like zombie thing, yeah, they almost, there's almost never like an explanation why, you know, like I feel like usually yeah. it's either, you know, walking dead where they go like, Oh, well we just all have it. And it's just mm-hmm. going to be a thing we live with now or whatever. And we couldn't figure out a cure or whatever, or like, but it's this one. It's like, okay, it's actually like more of a, it's a fungal infestation and, like it's, you see, we're like, it's where it's not necessarily them. They're not necessarily eating brains. They're 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 the fungal things, you know, coming out of their mouths and like infecting the other people yeah. and like getting into their blood. It's just, I thought it was an interesting like layer to it, where it's like, oh, it's zombies, but it's not the same. It's not they're dead. You know, yeah, they they explained that a little bit in the very beginning with the the way in which which mushrooms have have a, a hallucinogenic 
like, you know, we, we know magic mushrooms, the way in which they work in the brain, and that's how they can kind of control what it is that they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like, I'm just, I'm just kind of fascinated to learn more about this world. You know, there's a guy that, that sits in it and listens to his radio all day and delivers messages for money and even just stuff like it's just sending messages like, Hey, it's a boy <laughs> or yeah. whatever. Um, you know, cigarettes are currency, drugs are currency, food is currency. You know, people apparently don't have actual jobs. They just come sign up for work. Yeah. And when yeah. it's available, um, you know, it's very much a police state where you can just, you know, shoot. For, it's very wild west. Everybody's fucking each other over like nobody's got any like there's no like honor among thieves or anything like there's, you know, this person's betraying that one and. You know, even the fireflies look at they they have one little meeting and like everybody's dead. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it's a really it's a very interesting snapshot on and and much like the Walking Dead, because I mean, I think, I think you have to I think you have to like at least mirror the two. But like it's it's a it's very different of like and 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 similar of like what happens when the world breaks down. Yeah, and I always thought that was my most interesting part of Walking Dead was the, oh, shit, this baby's mom died and we need to feed it. Where do we get formula? Like, yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that might be a thing that didn't get raided from all the stores. Maybe. Before everybody, you know, type of thing. And like, but there's, a limited, there's, a, limited, for there's a limited supply. Yeah. Of, of so any like of you're going to have to. Yeah. And you're going to have to figure something out eventually. You know, so it's just that kind of stuff is very interesting of like how how we survive and it's like that's i i noticed that just during the pandemic of like uh you know a factory would get shut down for a week and all of a sudden none of us had bacon or whatever you know yeah. and it's just like or i mean even now you go to the store there's like there's no chicken and you're just like okay there's just like the shortage of things and it's like we're that's a very I mean, minor speak, scale speaking of which sam like on a total tangent like because <laughs> east coast west coast mm -hmm. are you guys having an issue with eggs, like an eggs being expen more expensive than they ever have been. Well, I, that's thing. We literally just bought like an eighteen pack, and we sure for this like started being news. So I haven't really noticed it, but I, I literally was going to go to the store today. Um, but we still don't need eggs, so I, you know, but I haven't like got caught up in that. And that just eggs are. I, I guess that's one of those things where I don't pay as much attention to because i'm just like i'm gonna have eggs in the house like, <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't yeah. if if they're 12 dollars this week well they're 12 dollars or whatever like i just you know i you're I not you're, you're not paying 12 bucks for eggs are you no 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 okay no. i think usually we're paying more like six to eight i mean because like we'll get like the pasteurized free range ones or whatever but yeah just some of those those actually taste a little bit more like eggs you know? <laughs> but, but you but you like you remember a, a path that like you know, a carton of eggs, let's call it 12 was like 99 cents to maybe a dollar 29. I don't think I remember when it was quite that cheap, but I mean, I also like when I first started going grocery shopping, when I was in my twenties, like I very much, very rarely paid attention to what stuff cost. I just went and bought what I wanted. And now as I'm entering my forties, I'm like, yeah. What's the tri-tip per pound? Oh, we better buy an extra one and freeze it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of thing. Like our freezer is mostly just like meat to make for a dinner one night that it's just like, oh, we got it on sale. Cool. Right, 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 right. <laughs>
And again, I, I think the the world in which, and it's funny because Reagan, one of my daughters, started playing Last of Us, and so we, I was very like close to the to like I because I, I was sitting there watching her play, and so mm-hmm. I was very close to what what was going on in the game story versus. And again, Sam, I gotta tell you, if you have a rig of some sort it's very worth playing i i think i, think, I was wondering because i mean it, this is like a ps3 game right yeah it's it's, 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 it's fairly so old I, I was debating whether or not it would be worth buying for my ps5 and playing like i bet okay. you I could probably so log PS5, on to sony ps5 you can like, get it for free oh really okay yeah. i can go on like the sony yep whatever. you can get remastered for free Okay, well, maybe I'll give it a try then, because like that. Although that's the thing is like I've actually kind of debated that too, because I'm like, do I, I rather watch this first season unencumbered and then go okay, back and so play it? I, here, here's the thing. Or would it be more th- fun to play it and then watch the? You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm no, I, I think I think you should play it um, because I think there's 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 a a visceral moment. You know, we we get we get captured by storylines and and things of that nature, but. Um, the idea of actually doing something and involving yourself physically, even though it's your thumbs and fingers, but there, there's something to that of like being part of the story. And I think that's where, that's where the connection gets made in that we're the last of us as a game. I wouldn't say it was the first, but it, it's it's one of many games that that transcends this this you know where you're a part of it because you're physically playing as Joel or Ellie. No, I think that makes sense. You know, like same with like playing that Star Wars uh, uh, Jedi. I forget is it Fallen or no? I forget what it's called. Um, the newest one for the that came out with the I got the, you. The yeah, PlayStation yeah, yeah. like that that one was a lot of fun and you know it's like that's part of the reason everyone likes Cal Kestis now is because they've spent forty hours playing as him jumping around slicing stuff with lightsabers and so they all want to see him in a movie now which is like and, w- and wouldn't well, that be interesting? Mm-hmm. No, I, I, that's where one of the things I think that Star Wars has some interesting things they can do where it's like you have this expanded IP and look at what you've done with Andor like you can go do stuff. That's not the main Skywalker stuff that is interesting and it doesn't have to be like, and then Luke was there. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, frankly, I mean, again, don't want to be a dead horse, but the interesting things about Star Wars were the, you know, and I didn't read a lot of them. I read a few were the expanded stuff. You know, it Mm -hmm. was it was just. It was just interesting. It had it added a little bit more, and that's I'm surprising when they when they they said the expanded universe wasn't canon. I thought that that meant okay, we're gonna cherry pick from this and make movies out of what we think would be interesting. And they they didn't really do that, so I'm kind of surprised. Like, I I think that you know, I wonder if you gave Lucasfilm another shot at it if they had just gone back and recast everybody as a slightly older version of themselves, but not the original actors and continued it rather than what they got. It would be neat. But again, again, this is, this is a, a, I I appreciate this, this show 
for the fact that I of what I don't know and or and what I do know. So like there's something about it and I'm and I'm willing to say, you know what? I'm going to make this appointment viewing and on a, on a Sunday I will watch the next episode. Now, mm-hmm. I'm, no, I, I'm excited to have like a Sunday show again, you know. Yeah. Like I think that's one thing that you kind of miss with like the Game of Thrones or like Peacemaker I think was a Sunday. It's like it's just to have that big HBO show. And that's really, really like when you were just mentioning the, the streamers, like a- Amazon, I only have because of Prime, really. Yep. I yep. mean, like, yeah, am I excited about Invincible? It's, 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 a, great, back- it's a great, easy investment. Yeah. It, are, am I, do I love the boys and Invincible? Sure. But do yes. I watch stuff on there consistently? No. Um, Hulu more consistently, but I'd say Hulu, I almost just go to watch stuff i already you know the only reason it's all the study yeah. in philadelphia Hulu is, is, or is for li- live video honestly archer for, or anything for, i mean for, and hulu's another one i use my mom's hulu so i don't even pay for it yeah and hulu for me is is wrestling yeah and then netflix probably the thing i watch the most on that is uh stand-up which oh did you see cheeto santino's um uh, hour on netflix it just came out i did not pretty good like and he's not my favorite comedian but he, he's good i like i like andrew santino I think it's called a uh, cheeseburger. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, th- I think that like HBO is probably that most consistent thing where it's like, they've got the library of great shows. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want to watch on here? Do you want to watch true blood? Do you want to watch Deadwood? Do you want to watch Sopranos? You know, they've got, usually got a nice rotation of movies besides yeah. the things that they own. Um and then they have good shows. I mean, like I said, like, look at that thing, that list I put out. Uh, half of the shows were HBO or HBO Max shows. And so, you know, I really think that, the, like, if they stay the course and, like, don't necessarily worry about, like, tax breaks and bullshit, <laughs> they, they probably could end up on top here. I just hope that they're not ruined by the CEO of fucking discovery thinking that he knows shit about entertainment because he can get housewives to watch thousand pound sisters. <laughs> yeah. Let me take what I learned on a uh, 600 pound life and put it, let's see what we can do with this fucking Batman franchise. Like, no, you need, this is, this is where you need to let James Gunn cook and leave him alone and hopefully not ruin HBO max in the process which they keep threatening to change the name to Max, which I just like, oh, please. Yeah, I, I did put I'm going to put in the in the, in the show notes as well. Um, uh, a great um, YouTube channel called uh, Data is Beautiful. And what they do is they look at they again, the, the, this particular one is from 1986 to 2022 of TV shows and ratings. It's it's really very interesting it makes me actually quite honestly a little bit uh curious about mandalorian season three what do you mean as as, as if it's actually oh i think i've seen i've seen these before yeah very Um, it's very very good because because it goes through time and you're like oh i remember this i remember when i didn't watch it and, and no, and you know what? Watch it. Just I just put it on just in the background, and I'm seeing like what the most popular shows are like now, and it just makes me mad. Like sure. <laughs> Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD. Like, oh, it's amazing. Jesus, 
Jesus, people, get get a fucking clue. Like what? <laughs> what, what? What threw me? Yellowstone. But, but I, I, if I have one more person tell me to watch Yellowstone, I'm just like. But maybe we should. There's got to be something to it, Sam. I feel like Yellowstone is Sons of Anarchy on horses. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. And. Yeah, it's Sons it's, of Anarchy yeah, it's, was fucking awesome, Sam. For like a season or two, and Bullshit. then all of a sudden, it was, it was it's, it's guys on it's guys on motorcycles driving past the FBI, and shooting them with Uzis, and they're like, "Who done it? We couldn't Sam. figure. We couldn't lock anybody up." Sam, stop! You didn't watch it. Oh no, I watched it. I watched it right up until his, until uh, his mom killed his wife. That's when I gave up on it. Oh, that was tough. Yeah, I was like, oh, fuck this show. <laughs> I was like, the best part of the show was Tara and Jax being mad at each other halfway through. And then at the five minutes left, uh, at the five minutes left, Mark, they'd make up and bang in a bathroom or somewhere all sexy. Uh. And, and then there'd be a classic rock song to a, a montage of everybody doing whatever they were doing at the end of the episode. That was <laughs> when they killed her. I was like, fuck this show. I'm over it. This guy's been trying to leave this club and keep his kids safe for 10 years. I'm over this. I know. I, I, know. I, I didn't tune in until the, the finale. I'm like, yeah, fine. Kill him. Good. We don't ever have to see this again. You're, 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 you're condensing a lot of information, but, but I understand where you're coming from. Sam. So. From here we go forward. Now. Everybody on watches the plus. The the five of you that are out there, yeah. As far as I know, well, since you and I'll, I'll give a quick YouTube shout out to two shows. Um, I've they're both uh, podcasts that I've kind of. One of them I don't actually listen to podcasts, but I watch their clips all the time. It's called uh, "Are You Garbage." Yes, um, a lot of a lot of the uh, podcasts we listen which, to have been going on there. Uh, but the one which, I like even more than that one is Taste Buds. Uh, oh, just, it's good. It's very. I, good. I've just discovered that, and I just I I don't. And the funny thing is, I don't even really like Sal that much. I'm not a Practical Jokers fan, right? I don't. I think he's actually kind of annoying on the show sometimes. But I like the other guy who was a uh, who was on Better Call Saul. Uh, that Derosa, yeah, Derosa was the uh, he was the veterinarian that they'd go to 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 get jobs or hire people. He he had the little black book that Saul inherited. So like at the end of that. Yeah, he, he plays. So when I realized that was him, I was like, I, I've been watching the show. I was like, oh, man, I've been seeing his clips on Instagram and stuff. And I like when I drove down to Disneyland and back, I probably listened to, you know, seven or ten episodes. So uh, on on the verge of uh, Are You Garbage, you have mm -hmm. you have uh, Dad Meat. And I just I just ordered and it's coming in the mail um, on Perks, which is by by Mike Rainey. Of, of the dad meat show. Now this is part of the Philadelphia conclave, Shane Gillis at all. Um, but I'm going to send you the, the, the ebook of that and the audiobook. It is fantastic. Dad meat is a special, special show. Oh, I had not heard of it. Oh, you're going to love it. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's funny. Like, I, I think that the, uh, Taste Buds is even more fun on like YouTube just because they'll pull up stats and stuff so you can see what the, you know kind of like Rogan does where they'll they'll put stuff on the screen and uh, that and they just get so heated about some of these arguments it's fun to actually see them yelling at each other. I I I really I really enjoy that show quite quite thoroughly. Mm -hmm. 
And plus, it's always nice when they record them on YouTube, unlike us, you know. But it's like I'm, I'm not trying to look YouTube presentable. I'm trying to I'm trying to have a, a voice for a podcast here. That's right. That's right. I got you. I got you. Um, but I will put a link in for on perks because it's that good. Mm-hmm. So what should we should we should we uh, say we'll be back for next episode or maybe yes. do the next two or yeah, yeah so we're, we're, we're gonna we'll do we're gonna do episode by episode of thing. Okay, we'll plan on being back next week for everybody. So um yeah, we need we needed somebody to cover a little spicy bite, you know. We didn't want we we needed somebody to watch it that wasn't gonna apologize for you know, jewel punching a guy too many times. That's right. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it takes the two of us just to talk about the violence. Yeah, and it's like that's the thing. That's I don't I don't understand people that like watching these violent shows, but not having too much violence in it. I don't. I that doesn't compute for me. To me, it's like if you're going to watch, make it as uh, make it as as visually interesting as possible. You know, that's why I like Tarantino's. It's like when he shows violence, he makes it a little cartoony because it's like, well, what am I trying to have it be like as realistic as possible? Like, no, I'm trying to have it be a vi- interesting thing to watch. That's what I'm trying to make. So it's a, it's a set piece. Mm-hmm. All right, Sam. So, so I will see you potentially All right. very, very soon. Yeah, I got to take this little kid to this clock tower and see what happens. So, I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll radio back with a uh, with a song and let you know how I'm doing when I get there. Is it if it's an '80s song? We got a problem. I <laughs> I was uh, I was kind of laughing. I wonder was that a, is that a big part of the game? The radio thing? No. No? Oh, that was the funny thing is I heard somebody who hadn't played the game be like, you could just see the mechanics of the game in the show, like the radio and blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, Wrong. my God, that's, they're that's hilarious. They're liars. That's hilarious. But I, I think that's good. that they're, they're it, It's kind of like, you know, the second iteration of a Watchmen. They're, they're adding interesting stuff to this world. Very much so. And, but, yet they're, but they're paying respect to the, like, the source material. The like Lord. reading the... Like yeah. the AV club was kind of talking about how it's like they do a good job of taking the parts where it's just like, hey, grab a board. We can cross here and let, let's rest and stuff like that, where it's like it's where they fill it in with actual dialogue right. that's interesting and everything. Yeah. So. Right. All right, Sam. Tell, tell All right, them everybody. To, tell them to go. Yeah, time, that's enough. We've been we've been recording for way too long. We probably should be arrested for having this on the podcast. <laughs> right. That's fine. Kicked out of the QZ. Fuck them. All right. Be good, everybody. Later, everybody.